0: Listening to the Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Hey, friends, how are you? This is uh, your host, Dr. J. I am excited to be back with you, uh, speaking with you. Uh, I got a couple of new toys uh, to try and make my podcast better. I, I trust that you guys are helping me with uh, advertisement. <laughs> uh Send it out to your friends, uh, put it on your social media, uh, let them know about this podcast. If, if it's helping you, uh, help me by letting other people know about this podcast. It is truly a blessing uh, if you are able to do that. Let people know what we are doing here at the Attitude Zone. I trust that, uh, again, that I am helping you reach goals, dream big, dream bigger, reach higher. After all, that is my life purpose, and that's what I really want to accomplish with you. This is The Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Today's topic is the butt, get your butt out of the way. B-U-T, not B-U-T-T, but B-U-T. I've learned in life that oftentimes we have we're not short of excuses. We have a lot of excuses for everything that we do, and especially for everything that we don't do. I've come to know and to learn that every time we want to try something new, there's this butt that gets in the way. I call it the butt giant. Uh, because <clears throat> when We want to attempt something. For example, if we're trying to get into the gym, if we're trying to lose weight, there's this but that'll get in and say, well, but I just don't have the time for it. But I can't afford it. There's always a but that gets in the way. And as long as that but is your friend, You'll always come up with excuses, uh, what not to do, why not to do it. You know, and that's part of a, that's a ma- major aspect of our attitude, uh, what we're doing, what we want to accomplish. You know, if you're ever going to become what you want to be, it doesn't matter what it is. If you want to lose weight, you have to get your butt out of the way. If you want to write a book, you have to get that butt out of the way. If you want to start your own business, you have to get that butt out of the way. At least the but that makes you look at the obstacles. Because there is a but that tells you you can. There is a but that will encourage you. But it all depends on what kind of butt is your friend. Because there is one that is your friend and there is one that is your enemy. The butt that's your enemy is the one that keeps you from advancing. The one that keeps you from moving forward. The one that continues to give you excuses for everything that you do. I believe that at some point everyone gets tired of excuses. We are tired of ah, not again. We're tired of, well, maybe next time I'll try again next year. Uh, I would do it, but I just don't have the energy for it. I would do it, but I'm just too old. I wanted to try it, but no one picked me. Well, Stop listening to that butt friend of yours. Change it. Change it around. Become encouraged. Dominate your life. You are not going to achieve much in life if your excuses are bigger than your purpose. At some point, your purpose has to be bigger at some point your purpose has to dominate your life at some point your purpose has to be greater than every excuse you can think of every excuse that we have made <clears throat> excuse me i have had an opportunity to to live and experience many different things i when I was 18, I, I joined the Navy, and uh, I joined during the time of the original Gulf War, and I, I was so excited. It, you know, when I joined, there was there was no Gulf War. We were in the Cold War, as they, as they call it. Uh, we were at the end of the Cold War. So there was really, there was peace in this world, if you will. You know, I understand there's always some type of conflict somewhere in the world, but for the major part for the most part there was peace there wasn't too much going on you could go to airports and walk all the way up to the gate uh, your your family could walk you all the way to the to the airport and walk you you know basically almost into the airplane but then you know life changed but before then you know that's when i joined there there was It was pretty much peace, but I joined with the expectation that if there was a war, if there was a call to action, that I would be prepared to go and defend our way of life and go and defend our our country and our freedoms. I remember when I was in boot camp, there was a couple of guys that, you know, I, I say guys because at the time we were all either 18, anywhere from 18 to about 26 years of age. And there was a couple of them that, that I saw crying. They, they weren't part of my group, but, you know, there's there was hundreds of us uh, during boot camp there. And I remember walking by, and there's this one guy, he was just crying, and, and he was saying, I, I, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for this. In my mind, I was thinking, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> You know, did did, did you think it was going to be all fun and games? I I mean, after all, this is the military, you know, and for us specifically, this is the Navy. It's not like, you know, they were gave you a brochure that says, you know, you're going to be out at the beach. You're going to have a wonderful time. You're going to enjoy life. You're just going to go and travel and just be happy, go lucky and everything that you do. After this, after all, was the Navy. The U.S. military, and this was boot camp. They were saying I didn't sign up for this because they they didn't like the way they were being yelled at, um, you know. And I have to be honest, they would be us. I mean, they would speak down to us. They would tell us all kinds of junk. So to see if we had the character within us, the attitude. To overcome, if we couldn't overcome boot camp, there was no way we would be able to accomplish anything, you know, out in the field, out in the real Navy, as we call it. We needed to, for lack of a better term, you know, the Navy in boot camp was reprogramming all of us. The unfortunate thing about all that, and and this is probably a topic for a later date, the unfortunate thing is that we were not deprogrammed when we got out and, uh, and therefore, you know, so many people suffer from mental illnesses. I, I suffer from, you know, and, and I hesitate to call it suffer, but it is, it is part, part of my life uh, journey. It's part of what we are experiencing. I, I do have PTSD from my time in the Navy, but, but they programmed us. But well, we were in boot camp. They programmed us to uh, endure the most difficult times. Um, we were put in some dire situations while in boot camp. And all my excuses were gone. You know, I, I often said, you know, the, there's nothing these people, my company commanders can tell me. That is as bad as what I endured with my dad. (laughs) My dad was a tough person. My dad was a tough man. He pushed me to the limits. He taught me so many things. And the way that he taught me wasn't probably the best at times. But there was always a lesson, a lesson to be learned. So when I went to boot camp, it it wasn't um, a difficult transition for me. Now, I understand that not everybody had that background, but everybody should have at least known that you are in the military. Now, there's going to be an expectation placed upon your life. So whatever the reason was for us to join the military, in boot camp, we were being reprogrammed so that we could all have the same mindset so that we can look out for one another we didn't look at color we didn't look at nationalities we didn't look at uh, money the amount of money the uh, you know we we didn't look at looks we didn't look at anything like that we were all brothers at the time you know our boot camp was just uh, men i was in san diego uh Florida, Orlando had a boot camp where there was uh, women in it. But at the time, you know, men were the ones that went to combat. That's changed now. But, you know, so that's why I say, you know, we were all brothers. Because they taught us to care for one another and to be prepared to give our lives if we needed to for each other. So every but excuse that could come up was done away with it was just not going to keep us from moving forward or accomplishing or becoming what they wanted us to become that's a, i take the same attitude in life life is going to hit you life is going to happen to you what you do after how you react will determine How you overcome or how you stay in whatever situation you may be facing. So. You're going to have bills. You're going to have a disagreement with your spouse. Your children, if you have children, are going to disappoint you. Your supervisor is not going to like you. A co-worker is not going to invite you to lunch. Something Negative is going to happen to you. And I don't say this to speak something negative into your life. I'm saying this as a reality. This is what happens all of the time. If you're in school, you're going to be left out of some party. You're going to be left out of some little clique. You're going to be left out of whatever it is. Not everybody is going to love you and invite you everywhere they have an event. So you have to be prepared for all that. You cannot allow those instances to define you. You cannot allow those instances to keep you from moving forward and from achieving everything that you can achieve. I hope that makes sense to you. What happens with most of us or with many people Is that when we encounter an obstacle, there's a but that comes in. If you're buying a home and there's some type of obstacle, maybe you need to submit an extra amount of paperwork or maybe you need to submit a letter or maybe you need to uh, submit another inspection or a different inspection or another inspector. Some will look at that and say, well, you know, this could have been a nice house for us but it wasn't meant to be who said who said it wasn't meant to be you don't know, don't give up just because you see obstacles don't give up just because you encountered a no you should never settle if it's not what you want don't settle if it's not what you want don't settle You have to keep fighting. You have to keep moving forward. I'll tell you one thing, that quitters will never win and winners will never quit. I'm sure you've heard that sometime. (laughs) If you haven't heard it, you probably read it. Or you probably, you know, if you're on social media, you probably saw it somewhere on social media. But it's the truth. It is the truth. For you to become all that you want to be, you've got to get that butt excuse out of the way. Life is not easy. It's not going to be easy. Things aren't going to be handed to you just because you look good or maybe just because your family, someone in your family succeeded. They succeeded because they had some type of work ethic. They succeeded because they were able to move forward in the midst of opposition, in the midst of obstacles. They could have, like many of us, myself included, they could have said, well, you know, eh, and I really wanted uh, to get a degree. But four years is a long time. I dropped out of high school, and for a long time, I had a lot of reasons why I dropped out. For a long time, I, I you know, I convinced myself that there were good reasons as to why. When I finally realized, my excuses are just that, just excuses. That's when I turned things around in my life. That's why I decided, you know what, I need to get, get back to school. The but that once used to keep me from school, that used to say, but you, you should go get an undergrad degree. You should get your bachelor's degree. But it's four years. I, I just, I don't see myself. Well, now, instead of saying, but it's four years, I said, but in four years, the same thing's going to happen. Either I'm going to have a degree in four years or I'm not going to have it in four years. But time is not going to wait for me. And that's what I want you to understand today is that sometimes your butt lies to you. It tells you you're not going to finish it. You're just wasting time. But here's the reality. Here is a truth for you or the truth for you. In four years from now, it'll still be four years from now. Does that make sense? Four years from now is going to be four years from now. The difference is what you did in those four years. So your results are going to be determined by what you did in that amount of time. Maybe you spent four years of partying, and that's why you're coming back and saying, see, I told you four years would be difficult. That's why I didn't want to come to school because in four years I wouldn't be able to accomplish it. Well, what did you do during those four years? I have my, uh, we, you know, we have four kids. Our first two are in college right now. And while they were in high school, they took dual credit here in Texas. uh, Students are able to take dual credit. And transfer those to university colleges or the such. So my daughter that just graduated in June started school in August and was forty one percent done with her undergrad degree. She came up to me and said, "Dad, this is this is amazing. I can be done with my bachelor's in two and a half years." I said, "Exactly." I said, "That that's the point. That's why you had to work a little bit extra." in high school, so that you can be a little bit ahead in college. I said, by the time you're 25, 26, you can have a PhD and, and just spend the rest of your life, you know, raking in the benefits, you know, reaping the benefits of your hard work. So many of us are conditioned to chase after instant gratification. If it doesn't satisfy us today, tomorrow we try something different. If tomorrow doesn't satisfy us, the day day after that, we try something different. And it's always because of a but. This should have worked, but it didn't work, so move on to something else. So some of us have left dreams behind because of a but. Many people have left their dreams behind because there was a but that told them it's too hard. Come on. You know, it's time for self-examination. You can't blame people for your own actions. You can't blame people for things that you've done. You can't blame people for things that you've attempted Or for things that you didn't attempt. The truth of the matter is that you are completely responsible for every action that you take. Either the butt keeps you from doing things. Or the butt motivates you to do things. When I was dropping out of high school. uh, My teachers uh, said to me. You know you're going to end up six feet under or behind bars. And while I was doing that, while I was landing behind bars, uh, almost landing six feet under, I thought of those words and I said, well, yeah, yeah, they were, they were right. But what if, what if I just turned that around and instead of giving me motivation to become what they said, why not use it to become motivation to become what they didn't say? To become a success. So that was the but for me. This was my friend. The but. They said I couldn't. But I will try everything that I can. To accomplish it. They said I would end up six feet under. But I will stay alive. And become a success. They said I would be behind bars. But I will make better choices to stay out of jail or whatever. But it it all comes down to but. What is your butt telling you? Is your butt keeping you from moving forward? Is your butt keeping you from pursuing your dreams? You wanted to start a new business and then this little voice behind you told you, but it's difficult, but you don't have enough money. You can be a success, but you don't have enough support. You can be a success, but no one believes in you. You can achieve greatness, but nobody believes in you. Is your butt keeping you from success? Is your butt keeping you from your dreams? Or is your butt, your buddy, is it helping you overcome? Is your butt helping you achieve your dreams? You don't need to be the strongest. To start at the gym, you need to be committed. You don't need to be the richest to start a business. You need to believe in yourself. When I went back to school about 12 years ago, close to 13 years ago now, one of my professors said, you know, your Ph.D. professors, they are not the smartest people, not necessarily the smartest people. Obviously, some of them are, but not necessarily the smartest people. But they are certainly the most disciplined. And that really hit me. It, It really impacted my life. I said, that is true. I may not be the smartest person, but I can be the most disciplined. You don't have to be the best to become a success. You don't have to be the strongest to become the most fit. You don't have to be the smartest to achieve success in your academics. Success comes to those who are most Disciplined. And I learned a big lesson that day. That day I determined a bachelor's degree is not enough for me. And I knew I need to get this undergrad degree quick. I need to get it under me already so that I can move on to what I really want to do. You know what I really want you to do? I want you to get a Ph.D. I want you to be like my professor. I want you to be an educator. I want you to be an educator, but not just, you know, high school and not to, you know, speak down on high school or any of that. Uh, I just believe that. I needed to make a difference and I wanted to make a difference in at the university level. And for me to make a difference at the university level, I needed a Ph.D. So I determined that day I am going forward to get the Ph.D. And let me tell you. There was a lot of but moments along the way. The first one came at the end of the semester, the first semester uh, at the university as I was working on my undergrad. There was a lot of things going on at home. There was a lot of things going on at our church, and and I just felt like you know maybe I chose the wrong time. I have the discipline, I have the desire, but it's not the right time. Woo. And I'll tell you what, that almost got me. That almost got me. But sometimes you need at least one person just to support you. And if you're married, you have that person. You have your spouse. If you have children, you have that uh, support system, your children. Even if they don't tell you, I believe in you, dad, even if they don't tell you, I believe in you, mom, you have them looking up to you. So you have that support system. Now you have to use that as your motivation. So I called my wife and I said, You know, I just, things are very difficult right now. Things are, there's a lot of things going on at church and our. At home, you know, things were piling up, uh, bills and, and such. And here I was, you know, at school. And I was thinking, you know, it was, I got to do more than this. Studying is not paying my bills. Now, I knew that eventually I could get to a point where I could have an opportunity to learn or to earn a lot more. And that was with my PhD. But I just saw it as some. Something that's far away. You know, that's, gosh, 10 years away before I I did the math on it and it was like 10 years away. So there was that but that was trying to come in. You have the discipline, but it's the wrong time. You have the desire, but it's the wrong time. You have the passion, but it's the wrong time so trying to make me feel better about quitting my wife really motivated me and said no no you start it go ahead and just finish finish this semester and then i finished that semester i started another one i started another one and then the same thing happened to me as i was finishing up you know getting near the end of my uh, my master's degree my dad had a uh, an illness that was keeping him that uh, made things a lot better um, not a lot better. I'm sorry. Uh, they made things a lot worse at home for my mom and the such. And I would have to travel to Virginia for my master's. And I, I was, I needed about another year. And I said, I, I can't do this. You know, there's too much. It's weighing on me too much. Well, I spoke to my coach. Uh, I have uh, my one of my professors who was my life coach and my mentor. And you know, that's why I got certified as a life coach. He encouraged me. So. I kept going. I kept moving forward. Again, that butt wanted to come in and distru- disrupt me and keep me from moving forward. Saying, well, you know, you're almost there. At least you started, but there's an emergency at home. You can always come back, but not right now. There was always something that was trying to keep me from achieving my, my goal. I overcame. I decided, well, might as well finish. You know, me not finishing is not changing anything at home. Me not finishing is not getting my dad's health any better. So might as well finish. I went and I finished. Immediately, I get into my PhD. At the end of my first semester for the PhD, we we needed to do about 12 semesters. That's uh, about four years, four years of coursework. After the first semester my dad died who yeah that was tough and then the butt came in again then you know well at least you got into the program but you didn't know this was going to happen and again i had to really speak to myself and say well you know is this what my dad would want